What if no matter what you did to better serve your customers, it didn't matter at all? That something, somewhere, was sabotaging your efforts. Stay tuned for a story of mixed signals, valiant efforts, and broken promises. This is the customer experience storytime tale of A Delivery Most Foul. The Upsell presents CX Storytime, tales of building and breaking your customer relationships. I'm your host and storyteller, Russell Lawlicker. What you're about to hear is a true story. A story that happens to you, a story that happens to me, a story that happens and we can learn from to build better relationships with our customers. And so it begins. David and Anna had just moved in together. It was a big milestone in their relationship as they had been dating for two and a half years and this felt like the next best logical step. To really solidify their common-law coupling, the decisions now needed to be about what to fill their joint apartment with. They soon decided, as a couple, mind you, to buy a new mattress and a washer and dryer set. Very domestic. Both of which, conveniently, were also available at one of their local department stores. It wasn't a place either had been to before. Previously, their standards were really around having a tight budget and sticking to stores that were named in Swedish. However, this was a place that had been recommended by their trusted friends and family, so it was very soon at the top of their list. So on a warm Saturday afternoon, they made their way there, optimistic that they could get everything they needed in one relatively short visit. From the moment they walked in, from the mattress section to the appliance area, it was a warm and welcoming experience. While browsing the mattresses, a salesperson would pop in and out of the discussions David and Anna were having, just available enough to answer questions and offer advice without feeling like it was hovering, eavesdropping, or pushy. Looking through the appliance aisles, one staff member engaged with them on a more personal level, asking if it was their first washer and dryer, what the occasion was, what they liked about their new condo, etc, etc. It actually felt genuine and not salesy. In a nutshell, the experience was a great one. They left having happily bought everything on their list. Queen-size mattress? Check. Washer? Check. Dryer? Check. And while David and Anna were having their enjoyable exchange at the department store, a bout of bonus good news. The washer and dryer would be delivered with the mattress. This couldn't get any better. The experience was so good, David and Anna even talked about the next time they could come back. Unfortunately, this experience was the last good one they had for quite a while. The very next day, a phone message was left on their answering machine from the company responsible for deliveries for the department store. From this message, David and Anna learned two things. Number one. Unfortunately, the delivery service wouldn't be delivering the mattress on that particular day with the washer and dryer. Number two, there was no information on when that mattress would actually be arriving. This puzzled the couple. A slew of questions danced in their head. How is that possible? How can a delivery service not deliver ever? At this moment, they not only had no idea when the mattress was coming, but also no idea when the company was going to follow up with them. They felt they had to do something. David is very comfortable on social media, so first he tried another approach to voice his concerns. Twitter. He directly messaged the department store's account, 
After all, it was through them that he had purchased the mattress. The store did indeed see his tweet, apologized, and asked to privately get David's email so they could get back to him. He shared his contact information and waited. This sounded like progress. But it ended in silence. David waited three days. Four days. There was never any response. During that time, however, the washer and dryer were set to arrive. This had to end in success, right? Scheduled to arrive between 5 and 9 p.m., Anna just missed the notification phone call at 5.55 by about 10 minutes. The delivery vehicle had come and gone. When she asked if the delivery could happen later in the evening, as they were still working for the next three hours, the customer service agent simply replied, We don't do that. No apologies, no, sorry we can't fit it into our packed schedule tonight, or we'll be delivering too far away from you to make it back in time. Just a blunt, we don't do that. However, this didn't end in bad news. The wash and dryer did arrive the next day. The mattress, however, was still MIA. David felt he needed to tell his story, his frustration. So he sat down at his computer and wrote a blog about the experience. This blog was also noticed by the department store, and they took action. Tweeting to David, they said, How can we help you be more satisfied with your experience? David's response was, If you've read my blog, satisfied might be hard to come by at this point. We'll see. At the very least, I'll get another blog post out of it. To their credit, the store persisted. Well, I can promise you that we will resolve this, David. Please look out for an email from Nancy, who will be handling this. And sure enough, a day or so later, Nancy from their executive office did contact David through an email, asking if she could help resolve the issues, further requesting David's phone number. He felt an odd sense of deja vu. David's response was quite short. I'd like to see what you can do to help, he asked, and included his phone number. Nancy never wrote back. However, Margaret was now making herself available. She's the store manager of the very local store that David and Anna had frequented. Margaret called twice and sent an email, all unfortunately timed for the couple to be able to respond right away. They did try, however, and when they finally were able to connect with the store, it was the weekend, so Margaret wasn't available. Rather, they were directed to the department manager, Hector, who was in charge of mattresses. He invited them to the store to remedy the mattress situation. Now, please keep in mind, the last time the couple had heard... The mattress they'd purchased wasn't coming, and they didn't know when it might show up. So the couple made their way to the store. It was there that they met Hector. He apologized immediately for the delivery issues, explaining that the mattresses had been, air quotes, lost, and then offered an option of two other mattresses. They were similar in size and style, but also better than the one that they had purchased previously. Also, without prompting, Hector shared some more information reassuring them that these mattresses were in the local warehouse and not back east. This was an interesting point to make, as this was the first time the couple had been given any kind of explanation about the failed delivery service. They had had no idea where the issue was before, and still weren't sure why this was a valid explanation. After mulling around the two options between them, David and Anna made their choice, which also included this free gift that they'd been exclusively offered with their original mattress. After a bit of in-store waiting and some paperwork for the exchanged product, a new day and time for delivery was made. A week later, the mattress arrived 
as agreed upon. Of course, the experience just couldn't end on a positive note. When they dropped it off, they barely even acknowledged Anna's existence at all. No eye contact, and left. So as David and Anna finally lay on their new mattress, listening to the whir of the in-use washing machine, all they could remember was the fight that they had endured just to get what they had paid for. And that ends the tale of a delivery most foul. So let's get into what the customer felt from this experience. Because remember, the customer experience is an emotional experience. Good or bad, your customers feel something. And in this case, there were so many feels. The highs of an amazing experience in store, and the lows of an actually dealing with the delivery provider and the store's communications. Now let's split up these two feelings. First, while in the department store, the first time, and with Hector, the couple felt like they were in the spotlight. Every question was answered, every comment listened to, they felt valued. They felt like the staff genuinely cared about them as people, engaging with them on a human level of interest. That was not the out-of-store experience, completely the opposite actually. The delivery company was almost adversarial in their approach. Short answers, no explanations, zero apologies. It was about them, not about doing anything for David and Anna. Now, the store's communications through email and social media took a different approach, an indifferent one. They showed initial interest, but made David and Anna feel marginalized repeatedly after not following up or responding, and then continually passing them around from one authority to the next. Nancy? Who? Margaret? Who? It felt like a checked box not a relationship-building experience. Now, from this tale, what's the one thing your business can take away to better serve your customers? Consistency. First off, brand consistency. Every point at which customers engage with your business should all share the same brand voice. If you outsource parts of your business that engage with your customers, they also represent your company and your brand. Make sure that if your brand is helpful, courteous, kind, friendly, that all parts of your business is properly representing you. Secondly, service consistency. Make sure all aspects of your business provide the same level of service. Social media, email, in person, on the phone, all of it. If you provide amazing service in one area, but fail in others, it's the failures your customers will remember the most. Establish expectations for all platforms and stick to them. And finally, the consistency of feeling valued as an employee. Your employees need to feel and know that their service efforts matter and aren't being just undone by somebody else. In this very story, after David returned to the store once his blog had gotten out into the world, one of the sales reps actually pulled him aside and thanked him for writing the blog, the very blog that actually bashed the company. The rep was actually frustrated, so frustrated that no matter how great of a job he did in-store serving the customer, that it was a gamble if they'd ever return based on how the delivery company served them. Consistency can help your employees feel they are part of a larger team, all working together towards the same goal, regardless of the number of moving parts. The moral of this story? Steady wins the race. Focusing on a consistent level of service will build trust in your customers. They'll know what they'll be getting, and they'll depend on it. That's how relationships are built. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to everyone, too, for your ratings and reviews. You've been very kind. 
please keep them coming because they are just really, really helpful and necessary to get the show viewed, but also your words have been unbelievably kind. I, I can't help, I can't thank you enough for that. I'm just blown away by the support. I'm really glad you like the show and I look forward to building a better one with your help. If you want to find me on Twitter, you can do that thing. I'm at Russ, LOL, at R-U-S-S-L-O-L, or on Instagram, I'm there under the upsell. And as always, I'm interested in hearing from you, whether it's feedback, whether it's just to say hi. I like it. I'll take it. I love the engagement. Also, of course, if you have a story you want me to share, I want to hear that too. And the email is Russell, with one L, at theupsell.com. Make sure it's not two L's. I will never see it if it's two L's. Russell, one L. So that ends it for this chapter of CX Storytime, Tales of Building and Breaking Your Customer Relationships. I'm your host, Russell Olliker. Talk to you later. Thanks.